0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Christina Track Battle Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host, Bags, super fan, fighter and lover of all things XTina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which one is better. Mm, Very hard. Now, let's find out which songs are going head to head this first episode. Are you ready, fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Genie in a bottle. And that's going up against... america oh this is very exciting isn't this exciting so we've got genie in a bottle versus america so let's first start talking about Genie in a Bottle. Um, we all know this song it is the debut single from the first album titled Christina Aguilera. And it's sort of where the journey all began for Christina in the mainstream eye. Of course, she had songs like Reflection and other projects that she'd done before this, but this is the song that sort of thrust her into the spotlight and made her this household name. Um, so it's sort of quite fitting that we're starting off with this song. So the song itself was released in June, 1999. It was produced by David Frank and Steve Kipner, and it was written by Pam Shane, David Frank, and Steve Kipner. And it was part of this late 90s teen pop explosion where you had artists like Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, Mandy Moore, Jessica Simpson, Britney Spears. But the thing that sort of made me really drawn towards Christina, and the thing that really stood out with this song was of the, how soulful her voice was, um, you know, her voice packs a lot of soul, but also the song's got a bit of an R&B twist to it as well, so it's sort of this mishmash of genres, and I think that's what really made it stand out, and and why it still stands out to today, um, because of that. The song was originally going to be called If You Want To Be With Me, and Christina and Ron Fair, who was her executive producer at the time, he's sort of been credited as the guy who discovered her um, for the, the record deal that she got, um they wanted the track title "Genie in a Bottle" and I can see why because it was different it's unique um I mean if you want to be with me it's got song it's got words in there that are very common in the English language so great decision making there and um you know that's that's boded really really well um the song originally was going to be offered to the girl group Innocence as well um before Christina had it um, because the song was written for a while before that and I think. In the early stages of that girl group, Britney was in that lineup, which is so weird because it sort of cosmically connects them. At the beginning of their careers, they were both in the Mickey Mouse Club, and and you know their debut work both came out at a very very similar time in the same year, and it, it's so interesting to sort of point out that great both great artists have both gone on their separate musical journeys now, and a fan of both of them, but it's so weird how there's this connection with both of them at the beginning of their career, which is really really cool to point out. Now, of course, Genie in a Bottle was a massive, massive, massive hit. It peaked at number one in the US Billboard Hot 100. And judging from my accent, I've got to tell you what it went to in the UK. It went to number one in the UK as well. So absolutely massive hit. Really, really good start to Christina's career. Of course, we've got to talk about the music video, iconic music video directed by Diane Martel, And it was shot in Malibu, California. And it's sort of this beach house theme where we've got Christina lying on the beach. And then there's a party going on and of course there is the iconic choreography yes i did just do the genie hand thing arm thing over my over my head sorry not got the right choreography terms but uh you've got to do it it's iconic um the song itself has been remade a few times um by christina so there's the spanish version called genio atrapado which was for the spanish album media flejo um, so it's the same instrumental, but it's just got the Spanish lyrics over the top. So, so do check that out if you haven't already. And there's also the, the cooler version, I think, which is the, the version that was done for Keeps Getting Better A Decade Of Hits. And it's this electropop version called Genie 2.0, and it was produced by Linda Perry. And the reason why it was produced, it was sort of to give fans a taster for what musical direction Christina was going in at that time, which would be Bionic. Um, but it's really really cool because the song itself sounds completely different and it focuses on more of the hooks of the song So the come on, come on, let me out. So do go check it out if you haven't already if you're a fan of sort of the electro-pop um, uh, er- Areas really really good and you know, she's performed that live as well um, I love the different versions. She's done on tour speaking of live um, So she's done like a rock version of it um at some stage but one of my favourite versions is the one she did on the strip tour, where it was sort of started with this Arabian theme, which is really cool. And it just shows how versatile Christina is as an artist, because her voice lends itself so well to different genres of music, and she fuses genres of music, which is fantastic. But it's also a testament to the songwriters and the song itself, because it's a very well-rounded pop song and it can be malleable to different genres. So it's really, really cool. And that's sort of, if you've got that as a songwriter, if you've got that as, a, as an artist, it's sort of like gold dust, isn't it? So, what I've been doing is I've been um, going through the songs and picking out what like my favorite part or favorite lyrics are as well. Um, so for me, the beginning part of the song is the best bit for me. It's got this piano at the beginning where it just leads into the beat. It's so sort of sultry and sensual and it just sounds so great on the ear. And then, of course, the lyrics at the beginning, I feel like I've been locked up tight for a century of learning. Like, it's sort of like she's out the door and she's unleashing herself so i really like that and i think that's um definitely my favorite bit i mean the rest of the song is fantastic but that's definitely my favorite part from the song so i've also been looking at like old performances and performances she's done of tracks that we're going to be talking about and Jeannie in a bottle is one that she's done a lot a lot a lot a lot she's done it on tour she's done it on tv she's done it in different concerts here and there But the one performance I do want to talk about is the one that she did right at the beginning uh, on the UK show Top of the Pops. Um, I remember watching it because she'd got to number one and um, they always made the number one artist perform at the end of the show. Um, And she's sort of wearing this tiger striped top and she looked really, really young. And the thing that really drew me to this was that she was singing live because a lot of the... A lot of the bands and artists on Top of the Pops would lip sync to the song. Very rarely you'd see somebody singing it live. And I thought, wow, this is really great. This is a new artist. She's got only one song out in the mainstream and she's performing live and she's got this great voice. It's really, really soulful. So that just what really drew me to her straight away. So, you know, it's it was just fantastic to see that. And, you know, that was it. That was the journey beginning for me. Um. So Jeannie in Bottle has got this sort of, I feel like it's got this, like, legacy, um, because one, it's sort of remembered as, it's always going to be remembered as her signature song, or one of her signature songs, but the song's been sampled quite a few times by Artists of Today, um, so Camila Cabello and Jason Torillo have sampled the song on a, on, on a couple of their songs, and um, uh, it just shows that it's a really iconic debut single, and, you know, it's going to be so hard to touch that for a lot of people, but I just love it. Really, really good. Another thing as well, and Christina obviously is one of those artists who has been remixed. And you know, if you are a pop artist, you will get remixed. And um, one of the remixes I do sort of want to talk about is the freelance Hellraiser, um, who have remixed quite a few Christina songs. But they've sort of been credited with starting the mashup remix trend. And this song, genie in a bottle. Was uh, mashed up with uh, hard to explain by the Strokes, uh, and it was called a stroke of genius, and it's sort of been credited as the mashup to start all mashups, which is really cool. So if you haven't checked it out, it co- sort of gives Genie in a Bottle this sort of rock indie um, sort of alternative uh, spin on it, which is really really cool. And a band in the UK called Speedway, they actually cover the track. And released it, um, so the mash-up version of it, and it went to number 10 in the UK, so it just shows how strong of a song it is, absolutely brilliant. So let's now talk about the song that it's up against, so it's America and the song is produced and written by Linda Perry and it appears on the soundtrack to the documentary film called Serve Like a Girl um that was released in 2017 and it's a documentary about the lives of female US military veterans as they compete for the crown of Miss Veteran America really really cool documentary directed by Lisa Heslov and produced by Seth Gordon um you should go check it out if if um if you can it's really 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 good documentary it's sort of the juxtaposition of how they've been you know risking their lives and uh doing what they've been doing for the military and then now they're sort of applying that to this sort of pageant lifestyle. So it's really, really cool. But um, the song America is appearing on the soundtrack of that. So it's this sort of stripped down acoustic piano back track. Um, and if I remember correctly, Linda was talking about how this song um, was um, initially recorded for the sessions that would eventually end up to be Liberation. Um, so there was sort of a, a smattering of songs, um, This and Change, which was released after the Orlando shooting in America. Um, and there was, an also, uh, there was also a rumour that there was another song called Behind Every Man There's a Strong Woman. Um, so I think all these songs were sort of originally recorded for what was going to be liberation. Um, and I think, I mean, looking at both of those songs, Change in America, they're very sort of politically... Um, driven and it would be very very interesting to see from christina's point of view with regards to political themes in her music because she's recently done it on her social media and she has spoken about political things in the past in interviews and things like that but not really seen it in sort of a musical thing so it'd be really really cool to see that in um, the way that she portrays her artistry and her music because she is an artist and she's had so much success with nothing left to prove um, it would be really really cool to sort of see her exploring different themes that she's not really spoken about before. Um, and of course that song uh, that I mentioned, Behind Every Man There's a Strong Woman, that obviously is in the famous Christina vault and I think a lot of us fans, us fighters, are dying to get our hands on something in the vault because There is so much in there, songs that haven't made it to albums and she's recorded or whatever. So it will be really, really cool to hear some of that one day. So Christine, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. Um, So, of course, favourite lyrics, as we've been talking about for all the songs. I do like the lyric, there's a warm wind blowing right down the freeway. There's a song that's playing that I've never heard, but somehow I know every word. It just conjures up this beautiful imagery um, and full of hope. And I know at the time when this song came out, America has sort of been going through some very turbulent times and it's so nice that as an artist she can release something and try and give hope in the best way she can through her music, which is really cool and I think a lot more artists should do that. Um but yeah, it's a great, great imagery. It sort of um alludes to the song Cruise on stripped, um, you know, driving down the highway with a with a car and an open top. I think it's really, really, really cool. Very, very American imagery as well. Um, I've always enjoyed Christina and Linda's work together, they've always made really, really good music together, lots of variety. I mean, they, she started off by doing lots of different things on Stripped when she first started working with her, you know, things like Rock and Rock Tinge things and then we move on to Jazz, the whole second album from the second disc from Back to Basics. Um, all the way to lift me up in Bionic, they've really sort of brought out great musicality in each other, and I would say Linda is sort of one of my favorite collaborators with Christine. I would put her up there because of how versatile their work has been, and so mind blowing the way that they bounce off each other and produce really, really great music. And I hope they have more chances to collaborate in the future. I know they haven't done anything together on Lotus or Liberation, but it would be really great to sort of for her to revisit that. Um, you know even it appeared that she was maybe for liberation. So it would be great if some of that work came out later on, like going back to the vault again. Um, And I do like the acoustic vibes of this track. It's a testament to how versatile Christina's voice is um, because it just, she can just apply it to so many different genres. And I think out of anything, I would love to hear sort of an acoustic album from Christina, even if it's just acoustic versions of her, of her like, existing hits or or songs on her albums it would be so so cool to hear that And then her voice is made for you know live music and it's it would be so cool to hear acoustic versions of her songs and stripped back and the way that um the way that it is um with her and her voice and just as an acoustic guitar would be really really cool to see that um so yeah america itself is is a great song um and yeah it would have it was interesting to sort of hear that if that was the direction it was going to go for liberation What liberation could have ended up being so yeah really really interesting track and if you've not heard it do check it out um so we've heard about both of the tracks genie in a bottle versus america but the rules are we've got to choose which one is better god this is going to be hard what have i signed up for right we've made a decision so drum roll please and the winner is Genie in a Bottle Congratulations, Genie in a Bottle. You are the winner of the first episode, Genie in a Bottle versus America. I think the reason why I chose Genie in a Bottle as the winner was not only is it such a great song, but it's very timeless and when you listen to it it sort of takes you back and that nostalgia factor is really, really strong for people and for me as well. Um I mean Commiserations to America a really really great song and I love the acoustic direction that Christina was going in that but Genie in a Bottle is always going to be a great song of Christina's and it's always going to be that song that is just always going to be amazing play after play so there you have it I really hope you enjoyed the episode the next episode we're going to be looking at a bionic album track versus a greatest hits track Hmm, I wonder which ones they are you'll have to stay tuned Thank you so much for listening. That is it for today's show. If you like the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment. Check us out also on Instagram and Twitter at XDinaTrackBattle. Peace out.